Welcome to Restoration Radio Podcast, where we share the gospel of Jesus and testimony of how he has and is working in our lives today. Our podcast is committed to improving the lives of those in need through the gospel of Christ and real-life testimony. Discover what Jesus has done for us and others, but most importantly, what can he do for you? Well, thank you for joining us for another edition of our Restoration Radio. We are being powered in part by Entry Technologies of North Texas, your local solution for low-voltage access. They offer advanced card readers, access control software, and improved access control. They're your one-stop shop for low-voltage access solutions. By Dr. Laura Baker of Texas Healthcare in Fort Worth area for all of your healthcare needs. She is located in Fort Worth. You can find her online, texashealth.com forward slash providers forward slash Laura dash Baker dash D-O. Again, Dr. Laura Baker from Fort Worth, Texas and ABC Auto, your local source for high quality auto parts. Thank you very much, ABC Auto. They do provide all of the water for our education of the spectrum children over at the school and we are very grateful for that so again thank you very much for keeping us all very hydrated throughout the school year all right let's dive into it today we're uh, going to start a series and the series that i want to start is going to be called watch that mouth that's right y'all know i'm from the wall so i gotta put the dat in there don't hold that against me uh, you cowboys fans I won't go there. But anyway, uh, yes, so watch that mouth. That is what we are going to start. And the reason that we're going to start this uh, particular series is because I think it's important. There's a lot of stuff that's been going on. A lot of people are talking about a lot of things. And, man, I got to tell you, there has just been an enormous amount of talk and things that I hear. And I and I don't know that we realize or we pay enough attention, I guess, to the importance of what comes out of our mouth. So I want to go uh, for scripture purposes here. We're going to look at James. We're going to be in James chapter 3. James chapter 3, verses 1 through 12. I'm going to read from the NSAB or NASP. I'm going to use my words right today. And uh, we're going to start there. So I'm going to read this passage of scripture, and then I want to dive into it. But I think it's, it's important that we start with who James was. He was, of course, the half-brother of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. So that's very important to keep in mind, right? So we, we think that he knows a little bit about it, what he's talking about, considering that he was the half-brother of Jesus. So let's go into it. James 3, 1 and through 12 says this, Let not many of you become teachers, my brethren, knowing that as such we will incur a stricter judgment, for we all stumble in many ways. If anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man, able to bridle the whole world as well. Now, if we put the bits into the horse's mouths so that they will obey us, we direct their entire body as well. Look at the ships also. Though they are so great and are driven by strong winds and still directed by a very small rudder, wherever the inclination of the pilot desires. So also the tongue is a small part of the body, and yet it boasts of great things. See how great a forest is set aflame by such a small fire? And the tongue is a fire, the very word of iniquity. The tongue is set among our members as that which defines the entire body and sets on fire the course 
of our life and is set on fire by hell. For every species of beasts and birds, of reptiles and creatures of the sea, is tamed and has been tamed by the human race. But no one can tame the tongue. And it is a restless evil and full of deadly poison. With it we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse men, who have been made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come both blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be this way. Does a fountain send out from the same opening mouth fresh and bitter water? Can a fig tree, my brethren, produce olives or a vine produce figs? Nor can salt water produce fresh. So James is going into, and he gives us a very, he gives us several, what I really like about this is he gives us several examples. He draws several pictures from the horse to the bit to the rudder, right? So we have all of these different things that he draws these pictures of talking about control and taming and what can be controlled and what can be tamed, what can't be controlled and can't be tamed, he goes in to talk about it's our tongue, right? It's our tongue. So I want to bring up a couple of points as we dive into this that I want you to keep in mind as we go through this. And the first one is that your mouth has the power to direct the rest of your life. So if you're a note taker and you're writing this down, I'd like you to write that down. Your mouth has the power to direct the rest of your life. A perfect person, somebody who we would say would be spiritually mature, has bridled the tongue, according to James. But we've all stumbled and we've all lived our lives, and none of us are perfect. There's only one perfect man, as my grandfather, God rest his soul, Papa used to say, and he was crucified many years ago. Of course, we're talking about Jesus, Papa was. So the perfect person has, a, has bridled the tongue, therefore he or she is able to bridle all the other stumbling blocks in life. But we know that we have all stumbled. And the important thing to keep in mind here is that our Christianity, the point of, of us being a Christian and what we are saying and doing and our Christianity as a whole becomes worthless if we can't control our tongue. In other words, if we're going out and saying, hey, I'm a Christian and preaching the gospel and all of this, but then at the same time we're cursing out somebody because that person has offended us, or even just in our day-to-day -day lives we're using vulgar language, right? I mean, James is real clear on that. We use the same tongue to bless our Father in heaven as we do to curse our fellow brother, or whatever it is, the light fixture maybe. And look, let me, let me just say, I am guilty as charged when it comes down to this. So don't think that I'm sitting here saying by any stretch of the imagination that I am perfect because I am not. Now, what helps is when my wife says, oh, that's a bad word, or you said a bad word, or my nieces are around, and they say, oh, that's a bad word, right? And it could be, I don't, I've, I have tried, because y'all know, I don't, if you don't know, I was a sailor at one point, and I was a New Orleans policeman, so I had a mouth on me, brothers and sisters. Trust me. And it took a lot of time. You know, my mom, we had, a, we had the swear jar. We had the rubber band on the arm where mom would pop the rubber band. And 
you know, or today, you know, mom will slap you in the back of the head or hit you on the arm or something if you're cursing in front of her. So you got to keep that in mind because as a Christian, if we're out there in the world and we're proclaiming that we're a Christian, but yet we're not controlling our tongue, that's that's a problem. And people, listen, we operate as Christians today. We operate in a goldfish bowl. People look at us. People look at us in a goldfish bowl, right? Or look into that goldfish bowl and they look at us. So all eyes are on us. So as a Christian, I encourage you to control your tongue, control it, and try not to use it to damage. Number two that I want to bring up here, number two, is your mouth has the power to do damage to your life. Your mouth has the power to do damage to your life. So the damage done by the tongue is devastating. Okay? It's when you say something that comes out of your mouth, what's the old, old, old adage or old saying? You can't take it back, right? So once you speak it, once you've said it, it's there. It's out. It, you, can't, you can't pull that back in. There's no, there's no raining it back in and pulling it back in. There's a hundred sorries you can say. There's a, a many things you can say. But the damage is already done, and it's done by the tongue, and it's devastating when it happens. One single word can be that spark that starts the forest fire. You know what I mean? The tongue is able to do so much damage because according to James, and James tells us this, if we go back up here, uh, if you go back and look at the scripture, James tells us that the tongue, the very tongue that is in our body, which is so powerful and can cause so much damage, it does that. It does that because it has the power of hell behind it, right? That, that's what it, but no one can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil and a full of deadly poison, right? James tells us. And he explains in there, in, 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 his, in that passage that we read, and he talks about what defiles the entire body, right, and sets fire to the course of our life is set on fire by hell. So those right there is, is James is explaining to us about that. So just bear that in mind. Your mouth has the power to do damage to your life because the tongue is, has the power of hell behind it. So the tongue is more difficult to tame than wild animals. I don't know if you've ever tried to tame a lion, a tiger, or a bear. Oh, my. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, but if you haven't, trust me, it's pretty difficult. Try and get in the boxing ring and tame Mike Tyson. It's a pretty difficult thing to do, but the tongue is more difficult to tame than taming wild animals. Your mouth has the power to determine a life is the third point. The third point I want to bring up is your mouth has the power to determine life. Christians have to start realizing, we as Christians have to start realizing and relating and thinking better. Because there's a big difference between church programs and true spiritual revival. And this is a whole sermon on itself, and I could preach on this and go on and on and on about this. And, and this goes back to what I talk about, about relationship versus religion. Relationship versus religion. And that's something I was reading today on Facebook. I was reading a post, and it was, uh, it was, it was going back and forth over you know whether Catholics are right or Protestants are right. And it was attacking each other. And, and it, I got to thinking to myself, I said, why is it that we can't just all come together and worship the same Lord? Why do we have to sit there? Because then we're talking about the difference between a church program and true spiritual revival, Right? Because what it is about is what, what Paul talks about is a true transformation of the body. It is a true transformation, a spiritual revival, being born again. 
not just going to church and checking some boxes, but a true relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ where we accept Him, we go to Him for advice, we listen to what He has to say, we pay attention, and we base our lives around Him. That is a true spiritual revival. And your mouth has the power to determine life. Paul says in Romans, if we believe in our heart that Jesus is Lord, that he was born, he was crucified for us, and he rose again on the third day, that he is Lord and Savior and the Son of God, if we believe that in our heart and we speak it, speak it with our mouth, then we will be saved. Spiritual revival. Your mouth has the power to determine life. So you got to keep those things in mind and also keep in mind how powerful it is. And, and for that, I'm going to give you a picture. I'm going to draw you a little picture here. And I want you to think about dynamite, TNT, right? The old TNT, for those of you who watch Looney Tunes and all that stuff way back, I might be giving my age here to some of my younger uh, listeners, but, uh, you know, they had the TNT, the dynamite, right? Acme always made everything on there. But dynamite, actually, believe it or not, uh, was invented in 1866 by a gentleman named Alfred Noble. And he invented dynamite, but he developed it. And it's it basically, if, if you don't know what dynamite is, it's explosive power of nitroglycerin in a stick form. So it is nitroglycerin. It's the it's a, it explosive nitroglycerin that's in, in put into a stick, right? But Alfred originally wanted it to bring a great benefit to all of mankind. So he began to use the dynamite to clear uh, debris. Debris for big buildings and roads right, bridges, stuff like that, in an event to do good. But the power of that very dynamite, as you know, the power of dynamite, or that uh, that specific, specific, excuse me, dynamite, but dynamite in general, had the ability to improve the convenience and the progress when it came down to people that were working on buildings, right? So it made things more convenient, it helped with the progress, and it eased the livelihood of mankind. That's what, that's what the whole purpose was. However... Pretty soon, nations started to discover that it blew things up and it could be used in wartime, warfare. So the same dynamite that was created to build society could also be used to destroy life by bombing an enemy in a wartime scenario. So Alfred Noble was so impacted by the negative use of his dynamite that before he died, before he died, he gave his entire fortune to the establishment of the Nobel Peace Prize. Hence, the Nobel Peace Prize. So a little bit, of, a little bit of, of, of interesting facts there. It, the Nobel Peace Prize came because Alfred Noble wanted so badly to use dynamite for the benefit of mankind rather than destruction. He wanted it to be connected to peace. Peace, very key word there, peace. Jesus says, my peace I give you, right? My peace I leave you, my peace I give you. This is the peace. But... Alfred wanted this to be used to connect to peace, but people have used it to do other things. As people, right, as people, we have dynamite in our mouths, meaning that we, in other words, have the equivalent power of dynamite in every single word that we use. It's like verbal judo. So to recap on what we're talking about here, and to go back into this, I just want you really to think about what we're talking about here and the fact that a you're talking about, for those of you, I don't know if anybody's a horse person or rides horses, but we're talking about 1,500-pound animals, okay? 1,500-pound animals can be steered by a little bitty piece of metal. A little bitty tiny piece of metal can control 1,500 pounds of animal, okay? 
If you've ever rode a horse, or if you've ever seen a wild stallion before it became tamed, right? That's, uh, I guess, I don't really know how to say that, but it's an uncontrollable situation if that horse is not bridled. If there is not a bridle on that horse, there's not a bit in that horse's mouth. If you've seen a wild horse out there just set to bucking and kicking and rearing in the whole nine yards, eh, man, the horse is probably going to hurt you if you try and jump on it, right? Horse is completely out of control. But when you put that little bit, that little piece of metal into that horse's mouth, it brings that 1,500-pound animal, okay, under control. To the point of where a 100-pound woman could steer that 1,500-pound animal just by using that small piece of metal. So what I'm putting together here for you, what I want you to see here is, is that if you control your mouth, your tongue, and your speech, you control the rest of your body. Your mouth, your tongue, your speech, what you say, how you say it, and what you do controls the rest of your body. Amen? So an entire cruise ship, let's talk about that for a second. I'm going to go bring you back into my, my Coast Guard days. A boat, let's just say a boat, a, a, a boat of any kind, right, is, uh, is controlled, right, by a rudder. But let's look at a cruise ship that can hold, I don't know, 7,000 or so people. And that cruise ship is controlled by one very small rudder. And these boats that carry swimming pools, that carry ice skating rings, that carry movie theaters, that carry floating cities, pretty much. When a storm breaks out, apparently they have a little tiny rudder that steers the ship, even though it's subject to a big, massive storm. Swells, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You got to keep that in mind. Waves, doesn't matter. It's all controlled by that little bitty steel rudder. So as we talked about before, let's correlate that together real quick. The mouth, the tongue, the speech control the rest of your body. That is what is being talked about here. So I want you just to keep those things in mind as we wrap up today because it's important. I can give you a couple of examples when we're talking about zoo animals that are being controlled, when we're talking about uh, different cows belonging to people, okay, uh, that, that are controlled, right? We'll talk about Miss O'Leary's cow real quick because I think this is a good one. Uh, here, this is, this is uh, her, her cow. Uh, this is 1871. Miss O'Leary's cow caused the entire city of Chicago to burn. It was October 8th in the year of 1871, and a cow belonging to Catherine O'Leary kicked a lantern in a barn and set some hay on fire. Within minutes, the entire barn was set ablaze, and due to those Chicago winds, windy city of Chicago, the flames ended up spreading throughout Chicago, taking out and burning a large percentage of the city, leaving about 100,000 people homeless, 7,500 buildings destroyed, and the deaths of 300 people. What does that have to do with what we're talking about, and how does it correlate? Well, let me tell you. It's pretty simple. Seemingly innocent word or comment has the potential of spreading and creating enormous damage. One word, one comment can spread and cause enormous damage. It's very important. And I'm going to leave you with this, the two jumping frogs. So two frogs were walking one day and unknowns to them. There was a big ditch that they didn't see. And both frogs fell into the deep ditch. So they started doing what frogs do. Hop, jumped, try and get out. But the ditch was too deep, so they kept trying. But in trying, they began to get tired. 
Some of the frogs came along and saw their friends in the ditch. It was clear that they weren't going to make it. So they gathered around to say their goodbyes to their friends. We're so sorry you're in the ditch. But there's nothing we can do to help you. It's too far for you to jump out. So we just came to say goodbye. So basically they told their friends to just give up, call it a day, cancel Christmas, it's over, and die. The first frog came up because he was just too exhausted. He just laid down, fell asleep, and died. But the second frog kept jumping. And his friend said, all you are doing is killing yourself. Just give up, give up. But he refused. This frog just kept jumping until the shock of the frogs up to the top. He literally leaped out of the hole. So he kept jumping until the shock of everybody else, he made it out of there. His friends were shocked and said, how did you do it? And the frog said, I am deaf. The only reason I hear you now is I'm close enough to read your lips. But when I was down in the ditch and saw y'all waving your hands, I thought you were encouraging me to keep jumping, so I kept jumping until I made it. So how does that correlate? Well, it's pretty simple. What happens is the tongue has the power to give life or to take it, the power to bless or destroy. So today, I encourage you guys to and girls and all that are listening to keep in mind the power of the tongue and not only keep in mind the power of the tongue, but I want you to keep in mind the awesome power of the tongue to give life and death, to build up and to tear down. And I encourage you to develop a purpose in life of administering life rather than death. That is my encouragement for you today. So we have the dynamite. You and I have the dynamite in our mouths. The explosive power in our mouths that can be used to destroy or that can construct. So let's choose to construct. Let's choose to do what Jesus instructed us to do. And that was to love and to bring peace to our fellow brothers. Before we go today, I want to pray for you. And I want to give a very big thank you again to all of our sponsors as we get ready to wrap up today. And before we pray, just again, a very big thank you to all of our sponsors uh, and all of them that are helping out. And I do want to just touch real quick, uh, Restoration of the Spectrum, going great, Education of the Spectrum, uh, going well. That is our Christian, uh, Christian private school. The Restoration of the Spectrum has started, so thank you all for the contributions, contributing the volunteers, uh, everything that you have done to, to, to change lives, to touch people, really, to touch people, to change lives, and to, uh, and to help the youth. Because as, as I like to always say, today's children are tomorrow's leaders and our hope for the future. Let me pray with you before we go. Father in heaven, I come before you today, Lord, and I just thank you for each and every one of the people that are listening and that hear my voice today, Lord. Father, I just pray that you touch them, each and every one of them. Lord, I just pray that each person that hears my voice will hear the words from your sacred scripture, the words that James is telling us and what you have instructed us to do through your son Jesus, which is to bring peace and happiness and joy to our brothers and sisters. And to use our mouths in a way that builds people up and doesn't tear them down. I continue to pray for all the prayer requests on the website and all those in need. You know their minds. You know their hearts, Lord. And you know what they need. 
So we lift up all unspoken and spoken prayer requests at this time. While everybody is in prayer, I just want to take this moment to let you know that if you do not know the Jesus that we're talking about, if you do not know him and you want to know him, you want a relationship with the Jesus that I talked about today, then all you have to do is believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. He was born, he was crucified, and he rose again for our sins, for us. And you can know that Jesus and have that relationship. So if that's you and you want to do that, I encourage you, let us know. Shoot me personally an email, Joshua F. Hunt. That's Joshua F. as in Foxtrot, Hunt at restorationofthespectrum.com. You can get on our website, restorationofthespectrum.com, and send us a message that way. Or you can email us directly at restorationofthespectrum at gmail.com. Either way, get a hold of us and I let us know, hey, I want to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I want a relationship with him, and we will walk you through it and we'll lead you to the next steps and we'll help you to continue to get there as we build and continue to build the kingdom of God right here, one podcast at a time. Thank you all so much for listening. We do appreciate it. And always, as always, please remember to check out our friends at Entry Technologies of Northeast Texas for all your low voltage access needs. EntryTechSolutions.net or give them a call at 940-458-8517 for efficiency, precision, and safety. Call today for your free quote. Don't forget, if you're in the Fort Worth area, you need good health care provided service. Dr. Laura Baker, TexasHealthCare.com forward slash providers forward slash Laura dash Baker dash D-O. And of course, for all your auto parts needs, check out ABC Auto for everything that you need. Until we meet again, I encourage you to be kind to one another. Be good to each other. And remember, Jesus loves you. I love you. And there's nothing you can do about that. God bless, friends. Thank you so much for listening to Restoration Radio Podcast. We certainly appreciate you and hope that you have a very blessed day. Hopefully our message today was inspiring to you. Remember to always be nice to one another. Love each other as Christ loved us. And he died for us. So that's a lot of loving. We do appreciate you. Please know that you'll be in our prayers. And we hope that we are in your prayers as well. Remember, we love you here at Restoration Radio. Jesus loves you. There's nothing you can do about it.